<coughs> Podcast Network Asia. Today's ocean adventure story is brought to you by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast in partnership with Habilin and Podcast Network Asia. To find out more about Habilin, head on over to Habilin on Instagram or tayo.com.ph. You are now listening to part two of the Adventures of Alon. Make sure you're all caught up with the previous episode of Grounded Radio before moving forward. Happy listening and learning! At home, he was having dinner with his family and Alan excitedly shared everything about his trip to his parents. His parents were very happy that he got to experience new things and learn more about the ocean, especially since his dad, Tito Amano, was a fisherman. After Alan shared stories about his eventful day, Tito Amano began to talk about the day he had. I had a great catch today. We caught a lot of fish in one day for the first time, which means we'll get to sell a lot more from now on. Tito Amano shared with his family. Wow, that's great, Dad. How did you catch so much? Alan asked. Well, Alon, today I tried out dynamite fishing for the first time. We've been having a difficult time out in the waters lately, and I thought this might help us sell more. Tito Amano explained to Alan that he tried dynamite fishing for the first time today, which allowed him to get much more fish. Dynamite fishing. Dynamite fishing or blast fishing is known as the use of dynamites or bombs to kill many fish at once, making the fish much easier to catch. The explosions from the dynamite fishing can destroy the habitats of many fish, like the coral reef Alan and Kara saw earlier. Dynamite fishing is also dangerous for the fishermen who use this method because the explosions can cause accidents for them as well. Alan suddenly felt very uncomfortable with how his dad had gone fishing, especially after the incredible day he had exploring the ocean that his dad was destroying. But dad, doesn't that destroy all the beautiful corals and kill too many fish? Tito Amano and Alan's mom looked at each other with concern. Anak, to be honest, it's difficult to catch a good amount of fish that would let us earn enough money by fishing normally. Dynamite fishing helps us fishermen to get more fish in a smaller amount of time, which helps us to earn more to keep living. Tito Amano began. But what about the fish? And the corals? We need to think about how they can keep living too, shouldn't we? Alan asked in deep concern for the ocean life. If only there was a way for us to make money without these harmful methods, Alan. Tito Amano explained sadly. But there is! Tito Sunai is a dive instructor at the resort nearby, and she invited me to take diving classes this weekend so I could go scuba diving and explore more of the ocean. Maybe you could go with me, Dad, so you and I could both see the beauty of the ocean and so we can both find ways to protect it. Alan jumped out of his seat in excitement. Wow, that sounds interesting, Alan. Maybe I could go with you just to learn a bit more about it. It would be great to see what happens underwater. That's perfect! We can dive together! He exclaimed. Saturday morning had finally arrived. Tito Amano went to wake Alan up, who was too excited to sleep the previous night. Alan, wake up already. You know what we're doing today, don't you? We have an exciting day ahead of us. Tito Amano said, tapping his son's shoulder. 
Alan slowly opened his eyes and suddenly realized what he had in store for him today. I'm up! I'm up! We're finally going to learn scuba diving today! Alan exclaimed as he got up. Tito Amano and Alan made their way to the nearby resort where Tita Sanaya worked. And when they arrived, they ran into her in the lobby. Tita Sanaya approached them and greeted them. Good morning, boys! Welcome to the scuba diving workshop. I was so happy to hear that you wanted to learn more about scuba diving, Alan. And I see that you brought your dad. It's lovely to see you two again. Tita Sanaya was always welcoming to all her students no matter their age or background. So, Sanaya, how long does it take to become a certified scuba diver? Tito Amano asked hesitantly. Well, it can range from a week to several weeks depending on how the course is organized. For our course here, we will have a few classroom lessons to familiarize ourselves with the equipment and practice breathing underwater. Before we get into the water, we'll be having some lessons here in the dive shop to understand the equipment and skills needed to survive the underwater environment. Tita Sanaya told them. They both nodded in response before they made their way to the dive shop where Tita Sanaya showed them the diving equipment. I'm so excited for everything I'll learn over the next few days. Thank you, Tita Sanaya. Alan excitedly announced as they walked to the room. Anytime, Alan. I am always looking forward to teaching people about scuba diving. And I am also very happy that you convinced your dad to stop dynamite fishing and look into other possible careers. Tita Sanaya softly said to Alan, giving him a wink. Tita Sanaya unlocked the room located in the dive shop and led Alan and Tito Amano towards the table where the equipment was spread out for them to see. First up, we'll learn about the equipment that you need to go scuba diving with. Here in front of us, we have a mask to help us see underwater, a wetsuit to protect our skin, fins to help us swim, a scuba tank that carries our oxygen, and a regulator to help us breathe. We'll learn more about all of these as we go along. Now that we know about the equipment that we need, we'll learn about some scientific concepts important in scuba diving and how some of this equipment helps us swim through the deep waters. Dive equipment. Diving mask. The mask will allow us to see underwater since our eyes were not designed to work well underwater. Fins. Fins allow more control over your movement and allow you to propel yourself through the water with speed and agility. Wetsuit. Wetsuits protect your skin and keep us warm. It is usually made of neoprene rubber which acts as a padding by blocking a thin layer of water alongside the skin. Dive computer. This measures how long you can be underwater, how deep you currently are, and how long you can stay at the depth you are currently in. It helps ensure a safe and smooth dive. Dive cylinder or scuba tank. The diving cylinder is one of a few pieces of equipment used to help you breathe. The cylinder allows you to store and transport large volume of air or specialized gas mixtures. They are made from steel or aluminum. Make sure to get your air fills from a reliable source and double check if your air has a smell or bad taste because you might get carbon monoxide poisoning. Regulator. The regulator is another piece of equipment used to help you breathe underwater. It converts the high-pressure air stored in the cylinder into ambient pressure, which we can breathe in. It connects the cylinder on our back, which connects to a piece you put in your mouth. Booty! 
Scuba divers and snorkelers wear dive boots, also called wetsuit boots or booties, for warmth, comfort, and protection. Dive boots are designed to be worn with open heel dive fins, which feature an adjustable heel strap to hold them to the foot. Buoyancy Control Device A buoyancy compensator, also called a buoyancy control device, BC, BCD, etc., is a piece of dive equipment with an inflatable bladder which is worn by divers to establish neutral buoyancy underwater and positive buoyancy at the surface when needed. Weight System Scuba divers need a weight system to achieve negative buoyancy. It could either be a weight belt with weights on them or the weights could be integrated into your gear. They work just like typical belts and fasten around your waist. It's been so nice to get out safely with your kids these days, but you can never be too sure. That's why my favorite place to shop safely and confidently with my kids is Rustan's department store. Other than their relaxing and enjoyable atmosphere, their service is top-notch. My favorite personal shopper, Pepper, helps me with everything I need. They have 120 personal shoppers just like him, so this service is available to everyone. The Rustan's personalized service extends all the way to your home through this personal shopper on-call service and through their website, www.rustans.com or call 0917-1111-952 to get in touch with a personal shopper for you. Alon and Tito Amano help clear away the equipment to prepare for the next part of the lesson. I'm guessing there should be something about physics? Asked Tito Amano. And we'll also learn about how our bodies are affected underwater? Alan also guessed. Hmm, I think you mean physiology, Alan. But yes, you are both right. We'll be learning some physics and physiology involved in scuba diving. Physics is a huge subject. It explains how the world around us works. Another branch of science in diving is physiology, which is a study of how the human body works. Bringing these two subjects together, we can learn about the effects that the underwater environment can have on our bodies when we dive. For example, Boyle's Law describes the role of water pressure in the dive environment. Pressure has many applications for diving. Water is much denser than air, and as you go into the water, pressure increases. So when a diver descends underwater, the pressure of the air increases. Boyle's Law Boyle's Law describes the role of water pressure in the dive environment. Pressure has many applications for diving. Water is approximately 800 times denser than air. At sea level, you have one bar or atmosphere of pressure. As you go into the water, the pressure increases by one bar every 10 meters. The relation of water and pressure, the deeper the diver descends, the surrounding pressure and density of air increases. This is the Boyle's Law, which states that as pressure goes up, the volume of gas goes down by the same ratio, and as the density of air increases, the surrounding pressure increases as well. But isn't the majority of our body made up of water? Tito Amano asked. Exactly, Amano! Our body is made up of two-thirds water. So, 
our arms and legs will feel the same, but the increased water pressure will affect our body's air spaces. Tita Sanaya replied, What are our body's air spaces? Asked Alan who was taking notes. Before replying, Tita Sanaya looked out and saw that the sun was setting on the vast ocean. She looked back at Alan and smiled, delighted at his enthusiasm in learning about diving and the underwater world. Tita Sanaya complimented Alan and then replied to his question saying, I think it would be best to learn more about this in the pool session tomorrow. How does it sound? That sounds great. Tito Amano added, Perfect! I'll let you go for the day. And don't forget, make sure you review what we learned today so you can be ready for our next session tomorrow. Alan and Tito Amano nodded and packed up before Tita Sanaya walked them back to the lobby. Thank you for today, Tita Sanaya. I'm excited for tomorrow's session already. Alan said sincerely before they made their way home. Catch Chapter 3 of Alon on the next episode of Grounded Radio. Alon was narrated by Vanessa Vergara, starring Zach Tantoko as Alon, Sophie Faith as Kara, Marie Field Faith as Sunaya, and Devin Lopez as Amano. Sound engineered and edited by Christopher Gomez and produced by Bianca Almendares of Podcast Network Asia. Thank you for tuning in and catch you on the next episode of Grounded Kids by Grounded Radio, a Globe Studios podcast. This podcast episode is based on or is inspired by true events. Unless otherwise indicated, all the names, characters, businesses, places, events, and incidents in this podcast are either the product of the podcast creator's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental.